Continue to help him to lead your people in the way that you have. Thank you, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you bless this service. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Lord. Let it be what you will have it to be, Father. Thank you, Lord. We ask that you rain down your Holy Spirit upon us, Father. Yes, Lord. And help us right now. Yes. And now, Father, we come asking you to bless this congregation. Oh yes. Yes, Lord. Somebody this morning, Father, stand in need of your blessing. And we just ask now, Father, that you just move in their lives. Yes, Lord. In a mighty and powerful way. And now, Father, we come asking you to look down upon mankind. For you see all of the evil. Yes. The wickedness. Yes, Lord. The wars yes. that's going on, Father. 
And if it be thy will, Father, I pray, Lord, that you would just move through this earth. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Touch your people's Father. Help them to understand, Father, that you are God of love. Yes, Lord. You're not a God of confusion. My Heavenly Father, I thank you right now. For truly, we have so much to be thankful for. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for life, health, and strength. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the sunshine. Yeah. For the rain. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for your creation. Yes, Lord. You're truly, you're an awesome and wonderful God. Yes. We thank you. Thank you. But we praise your holy yes. and righteous name. In Jesus' name we praise. Amen. 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 Just one more time. Praise Him, all creatures. 
reading and read this morning is on the inside of your program from Psalms 95. Psalms 95, verses 1 through 7. You're going to read it responsibly. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with song. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are deep places of the earth, that strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hands. Today, if ye will hear his voice, and ye know, amen, God's word is already blessed. Thank you, Lord. Now it's time for our altar prayer and our family prayer. Thank you, Lord. We got some special prayer. You want God to answer me? We actually just come a little closer if you can. Thank you, Lord. You often, if you can't come, if you want to come closer, just raise your hand. I'll be a little bit here. Thank you, Thank you. But God is still in the blessing business. Yes, we are. Yes, we Storehouse is yet to run out of miracles. Thank you. Thank you. I heard a senior saint say that get Jesus on the main line. Yeah. Tell him what you want. Tell him what you want. Yeah. He knows what you want already, but he just got his thing about us asking. Yes, 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 yes. He's a strong provider. Yes, sir. Let's yes, pray this prayer for you to know that God will come through and I will have this power and agreement, y'all. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Let us look to the Lord in prayer. Oh Lord our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. We just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father God, you brought us from Sunday to Sunday once again. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we you allow us to see the 11th mile post in this year. We just want to say thank you. Thank you. You kept us from danger, seen and unseen. You protect us from all hurt, harm, and danger. You woke us up again one more time this morning. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank Father God, we don't say thank you without gratitude. Yes. We don't thank, say thank you, Father God, without being thankful that you woke us up. Because it had not been for you and our son. Oh, yes. Where will we be? Thank you, You're magnificent God. You're an awesome God. You're yes. omnipotent. You're all powerful. Yes. Father God, right now, there's no other God like you. Besides you, there's no other God. Thank you. Father God, we know that you are all of that. You have all power in your hand. Thank, thank you, Lord. Lord. For that. So, Father God, we come here, Father God, because you said that we could come. Thank you. In spite of our shortcomings, Father God, we're still your children. Yes. We ask you, O oh God, to look beyond our faults and meet us at our need. Thank you, Lord. Father God, you've done it in the past. You're doing it right now. We know you continue to do it. But, Father God, we just come to you because, Father God, we know that you're all powerful. We know that you Thank will you. answer our prayer. Thank you. So, Father God, we come right now because we know there's power in the grief. We come yes. in this time. We come together, Father God, somebody needs for one thing and somebody needs it for another. And we ask, oh God, that you move on behalf of each other right Thank now. Thank you, Father God, we ask that you would just do what you say you would do. You said that you would heal our bodies. Yes. So, Father God, heal your children's bodies yes. right now. Yes. Heal them, Father God, from the sicknesses that they know about and the ones they don't know about. Yes. Father God, be a balm in Gideon right yes. now. 
Father God, we know that you are healing, Father God, because there's healing in your blood. Yes. So we ask you just do it right now in the name of Jesus. Satan wants to make us think that you have forgotten about us, Father, because our bodies have pain with them. But, Father God, we know that all sickness are not unto death. Thank God. We ask, oh God, that you get the glory out of what we're going through. Thank but, Father God, give us the strength right now yes, to wait on you while you heal our bodies. Yes, Lord. Father God, we ask that you just, if you have physicians that are in charge of your people, yes. that you allow them to make the right decisions yes. right now. Yes. Father God, move on their hearts and their minds right now yes. so that they do the right thing for us, Father God. Yes. And we thank you for the gift of the doctors that you have placed yes. in our life. Yes. Father God, we thank you for the gift of the discovery of the medications you have placed in our life. Yes. We ask, ask so Father God, that it is administered correctly how you want us to have it. Yes. And Father God, if you want have your way is moved by your divine intervention right now and heal how you want to heal it. Yes, and we'll just be thankful. We will not be and we will not be remiss in giving you all the honor and the praise and the Father God's be out. Some of struggling, Father, can't know how to make ends meet. We don't know how we're gonna make it from one day to the next day. But Father God, we're really dependent on you to be a strong provider. In the Bible, you said that you are Jehovah child. The Lord, our provider. Yes. I heard somebody say, Father God, that you got cattle on a thousand here. In your house, there are many mansions. Father God, at least every what not so you would have told us so. So, Father God, make a way out of nowhere. Turn the circumstance and situation around right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we realize that the battle is not yours and not ours, but it's yours. We ask God that you fight our battle for us. When the enemy comes in on us like a flood, you say you raise a standard against him. We ask so Father God, we need you right now to raise the standard right now. Because it feels like the water is going to drown us. It feels like the fire is going to burn us up. Father God, it feels like our enemies that are surrounding us are going to devour our flesh. But Father God, we know that you won't let that happen. You say that you will never leave us nor forsake us. So do that right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we want to stand on your promises. We know that you're not a man that can lie to me. And yes. you cannot lie. And yes. if you said it, you, that's, you will do it. And yes. that's why we're calling upon your name right now. And do what you said you would do. And most of all, oh God, teach us while we're going through. Father God, teach us and speak to us and encourage your people while they're in the midst of the storm right now. And we don't need you to stop the storm. But Father God, give us the strength to hold on. And when you find your people can't hold on, oh Heavenly Father, we ask, oh God, that you would just hold on to us right now in the name of Jesus. Bless New Jerusalem, oh Father God. This is your church upon this rock you're building this church. Father God, we know that the gates of hell can't prevail against it. And Father God, we ask you to provide this provide in every area that it needs a provision to be made for. We ask, so oh God, that you make a way out of nowhere. That you have rams in the bush right now, Father God. Provided for your people, provided for your ministry right now. If you do these pure and simple things, oh Father God, we'll be so careful to you all the honor, the praise, and, and the, the glory. glory. If you do these pure and simple things for us, oh Father God, we'll be so very careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. glory. We all love the Lord. Say amen. Amen. amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. You ought to have been born again.
Monday through Fridays from 2 to 6 p.m. And the cost is free. All students in grades 6 through 12, uh, sorry, 6 through 8 are eligible to enroll. So we have a flyer here. We'd like to give it to you and get the information that you need. Maybe your young people, your youngsters, young people would like to uh, participate in this. Uh, it is sponsored by the Children's Service Council of Broward County and the City of West Park. This concludes my announcements, but we're going to bring up President Thomas, who's going to tell us about an event that Seaboard is having where we are honoring all of our pastors, and of course our pastor is included in that honor. So we're going to ask Sister Thomas if she would come forth at this time and share with the church what Seaboard is doing in honoring our pastors. Thank you, President Morrison. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. In your program, you should have this little flyer, this little flyer, this little flyer. See the flyer, see the flyer, see the flyer. This is an important event. Seaboard is hosting this event, and it's called Dining with the Finest. And you know Dining with the Finest is no longer, no, none other than our pastor, Royal Warren J. Clark. So this is an event to uplift our pastors and be able to let them know that we really appreciate them. And our flyer simply says, Dining with the Finest, Holiday Style. It says, Reserve, Save the Day. And that's December the 2nd, 2023 at 4 p.m. And it's going to be held at Greater New Bethel Dining Hall. And that's in Miami, Florida. It's on 22nd Avenue. And it's at our dress attire. It's holiday attire. I have the tickets in my hand. The prices of these tickets... No, nothing but thirty dollars. Spend that much in coffee. I know I do. I drink a lot of coffee. So put that money that you're gonna be putting in that coffee in a little job. I have ten tickets here. Two of them already gone. One for me and my mom. So that leaves eight. But if you want my two, I get them. And I get some more tickets. But I have ten tickets here, and they're thirty dollars. So I'm asking everybody if you're not able to come out. All right, then. Go, D. Come on. Give me another woo over there. If you're not able to come out, just support. Just support for someone else. Just donate to someone else. But I'm asking each and every one, those that are live, those that are here, to please purchase these tickets to support our pastor. Let us come out and show our pastor that we love him. Address the occasion of holiday attire. Put on your best, your Sunday best, your Christmas best, whatever best you want to put on. Put it on and come out. But look your best. Look your best. So this concludes my announcement, and thank you. Pastor, we got you. Amen. <laughs> well, thank you, President Thomas, and I hear, I think everybody heard what she said, and she has those tickets ready for you, so you just let her know uh, when you want it, and she'll have it right there. And don't worry about it. If we sell out the first batch, we, there's more. There's yes, more. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, because I think there is a... A contest kind of going on, a, 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 a competition again of the church that sells the most tickets. That hey, there's a, a, a prize, a great big prize for you. All right, Lynn Jerusalem, let's get to work. Let's go to work. Today's inspirational quote There is no exercise better for the heart than reaching down and lifting people up. Amen. This concludes our announcements back into the hands of the Lord.
Bible says, bring you on the ties to the storehouse so that they meet in my house. And prove not, child of God, see not open up the window of heaven before you are the blessing. Thank you that you're not able to receive. So, we would ask that you be faithful to do what God asks us to do. Amen. God is a faithful God. And all things will. All things will work together for our good. We're going to call those things are not as if they are. Don't necessarily mean when you have to give your offering that you, you feel that you're in a position to give, but you're going to walk by faith, not by sight. Amen? Amen. We're going to bless this offering in advance before you come. Let us pray. Get ready to pray. Let's pray. Well, Father God, right now we actually bless us often that we are about to return unto you that you will bless us with. Oh, you've been so good to us. You've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. And we just want to thank you. And we're going to try to be obedient to you, Father God, bringing a tie into your house. We ask, oh, Father God, that you bless your people. Come, come against that spirit of poverty and failure. Let the spirit of prosperity and success breathe in the lives of your people. Father God, right now, encourage those, Father God, who think they can't give. Father God, I'll teach them to give unto you. But Father God, right now, we know that our blessing is tied up in being obedient to you. Bless those, Father God, that are not here, that give online. Father God, bless them right now, that they will continue to be prosperous and successful. Make a way out of no way. Father God, right now, let this offering be used for the betterment of building your kingdom. When given days over down here. Same someplace, anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all who love the Lord say amen. 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 And amen. Church, stand up. Come from the back. Let's go down by the river.
Heal my wounds. 
there's a song that the Mississippi Mass Squad says, it's good to know. It's good to know. Anyone ever heard that? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's good to know who Jesus is. That's right. It's essential. Three main points I want to emphasize, and I'll give them to you as always to at the beginning. But then we'll talk about them as I go into my sermon. Point number one a divine timetable. A divine timetable. Point number two, <coughs> an extraordinary teacher, an extraordinary teacher. And the last point, not least, offer of the Holy Spirit. Apostle John, looking at the development of events in the lifetime of Jesus, detected two opposing forces. On one hand, the human design to arrest Jesus. The Pharisees didn't like Jesus' teaching. They didn't like the popularity of Jesus around Jerusalem or Galilee, particularly in Jerusalem. They didn't like the popularity of Jesus. They didn't like the crowds that he drew. They were more concerned about pleasing themselves and the Roman government. They were jealous of Jesus. And they wanted the Roman government to allow them to somewhat rule themselves. But the Roman government only allowed them to do certain things and they didn't allow the Jews to kill anyone. The authority over that was in the hand of the Roman government. That's why I'm going a little bit ahead of myself that when Jesus was finally brought before the Roman government, Pilate and all of them, they sent him back and forth between Pilate and Herod. Herod didn't have the authority to kill him, although the people were telling uh, Pilate and Herod to crucify him. So anyway, uh, 
inside. This this fellow is creating too much problems around here. Uh, and we need to get rid of him. Uh, Amen. You know, folk are like that sometimes the day. That's right. And uh, well, he's interfering with our privileges. Sadducees considered themselves aristocrats. Pharisees considered them great teachers of the law. And they wanted to get rid of Jesus. Verse 35 said, Then the Jews said among themselves, still chapter 7, John, Where does he intend to go? that we shall not find him. Mm -hmm. right. Jesus said, I'm going away and you'll be looking for me. Yeah. And that goes all the way back to the Old Testament. Yeah. But he says something that really troubled them, that where I'm going, you can't come. Well, amen. So you're not important enough to come where I am. that we can't find him. Well, Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? The dispersion were a group of Greek-speaking Jews that didn't live around Jerusalem, but they still had faith in Jesus. Well, what is this thing? Verse 36. What is this thing that he said, you will seek me and not find me, and where I am you can't come? Oh, yes. Well, Jesus would tell them, you can't go where I'm going because you have rejected me. Yes. And you're not receiving me as the Christ. You're not receiving me as the Messiah. And the only way you can come and go into my kingdom oh. is through me. Oh. How many of you know me? All the way you can get Father is through Jesus. Right. No one coming to the Father but or except by me. So they wanted to arrest Jesus. They wanted to remove the potential threat to their hierarchy, to their class, their ranking. On the other hand, was the divine timetable. Yes, yes. For Christ's mission, the Father had a timetable. Yes. He said to his unbelieving brothers when they said, why are you doing miracles around here in Palestine? Why don't you go up to Jerusalem and show yourself? Come on now. My time ain't yet. Yeah. My time is not yet, but your time is now. Yeah. I have a divine time yeah. table. You go on up to Jerusalem. Yeah. Right, right. Jesus can call us at any time. We don't know what our timetable is. But he knew 
when his timetable was. And nothing could stop Jesus from carrying out his mission. Any attempt to arrest him at this stage was doomed to failure. sent the police officers to arrest him. They were somewhat afraid to arrest him because during this particular time when Jesus was up in Jerusalem, there were a lot of people up there for a particular feast. And they knew that some of the people, uh, although they didn't all understand, some of them like following Jesus. Some of them like to go around because he would feed them. Yeah. Not folks all about that. <laughs> Others were just following the crowd. But the Pharisees knew that there were some people that believed in Jesus. Even Nicodemus, and he was a Pharisee. John chapter 3. Nicodemus came in contact with him. He didn't understand the new birth. But Jesus explained to him, you must be born again. In other words, you can't go where Jesus is. Or where you going. Unless you be born again. Nicodemus was a Pharisee. He didn't want to create too much problems among the Sanhedrin, so he went to Jesus by night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when these police officers, when these police guards were sent to arrest Jesus, Jesus was doing extraordinary, extraordinary teaching. All right. That's my second point. Yes, yes. First one was the divine timetable. He was doing such extraordinary teaching, and that makes me think about when he was just 12 years old. Yes, yes. Went up into the temple. Yes, right. The teachers and the lawyers were talking with him and asking questions. It was just 12. He knew then, even though he would eventually go on back to Nazareth with his family. But I can remember that he said to his mom and his dad, because mom did more questioning than, than dad did. His mom was like that. Amen. So he told her, he wasn't being disrespectful, but he said, woman, this time for me to be about my father's age. Just 12. But he knew that his timetable wasn't for him to go up and be crucified at 12 years old. So he lingered behind, but eventually went on back with his mother and his father in the crowd, even though they missed him for 
couple of days, I think this was a little bit of negligence on the caravan. Jesus, the Son of God, you going back to Nazareth from Jerusalem, and you don't notice that he's gone. You gotta go back and look for him. <laughs> and when they found him, he was still in the temple. But as he began to teach in our setting today, there's a song that said, no one speaks like this man. They never heard anything like Jesus was teaching. This was the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles or the Feast of Boots. This reminded them of their wilderness wandering. But when they thought about the wilderness wandering, even though tabernacles or tents or booth was where they had to stay, but it reminded them that the Lord always provided for them. Doesn't he always provide? His timetable is not like mine and yours. But he always provides. Thank you, Jesus. They associated the Feast of Tabernacle with the harvest and they remembered how when they would plant the crops it was Jesus it was the almighty God that allowed them to have a good harvest bountiful crops not because of some other God, but because they planted and they would reap according to God's timetable. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that reminds me that in Palestine, they really had to plant the crops when it was wet and sometimes a little chilly. But sometimes as humanity would do, they didn't want to plant when the Lord said plant. And when time came to reap, they didn't have no crop. That reminds me of the world today. If we intend to be able to have a harvest, we can't wait all the time till the weather's pretty. We can't wait all the time 
when we don't have any opposition. We have to plant the seed according to the word of God and remind them whether it's cold, wet, and when he comes or when he calls us, we'll be able to have a bountiful crop. Thank you, Jesus.
this feast on the last day Jesus stood up and it was perhaps after the priest had already gone to the spring got the water brought it to the temple and poured it out and all of the people didn't understand what this meant. So Jesus stood up and invited them to drink of the water that he would give. Jesus taught that he would go away and they would seek him and not find him. That where he would be, they couldn't come. But he also said, if you drink of this water that I give you, that you won't be thirsty anymore. I can hear the Pharisees and the Sadducees probably saying, what is this fool talking about? He gonna give us some water that we won't be thirsty anymore. That remind me that when Jesus went through Samaria and met the woman at the well, she had a problem about this living water. Thank you, Jesus. She said, you don't even have anything to draw with. How you gonna give me water? But go ahead and give it to me. <laughs> so I won't have to keep coming to this well and drawing water. But he said, I'll give you water and it will be welling up unto eternal life. What was Jesus talking about? He was talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit that regenerates. The Holy Spirit uh, that adopts. Uh, the Holy Spirit uh, that justifies. Uh, the Holy Spirit uh, he is God. Yes. Don't you remember? Yes. But after Herod 
but still he had enemies around Bethlehem and Jerusalem area. Archelaus, one of Herod's son. Antipas, and one other. Three of them. The territory was divided up that used to be ruled by Herod the Great. Now his sons still didn't know who Jesus was. And because of their hostilities, Scripture says he went to Nazareth. Yes. That's why he was called the Nazarene. And yes. yes. Nazareth, yes. he still had a timetable. Yes. In Nazareth, he was about 30 years old. Yes. Before he went up. The synagogue that's recorded in the book of Luke, chapter 4, I believe it is. When he stood up in the synagogue, read from the book of Isaiah 61, he said, I have been anointed to preach the gospel. In the middle of a sentence, where Isaiah says, talked about the acceptable year of the Lord. But then Isaiah went on to say, and the day of vengeance. But Jesus stopped in Luke chapter 4 after talking about the acceptable year of the Lord. Why? Because he was saying the acceptable year of the Lord is now. This is during my first coming. It's now time for you to know who I am and come and accept me as the Messiah. The rest of that sentence, the day of vengeance, is when I come back next time. And when I come back next time, not as the suffering servant, but as the ruling God. Oh, praise the Son They still didn't know who Jesus was. When they read so this day the scriptures fulfilled in your hearing. And sat down. And they tried to run him over the brow of a heel. But his time was not yet. So he slipped away from them. years old and he's teaching around Jerusalem they rejected him he cursed Joseph Bethsaida 
and Capernaum left Judea want to get out of Lee because there weren't many folk in Galilee and Jerusalem area and Judea were saved. Why? They didn't know who he was. They didn't believe in him. Many folk today don't know who Jesus is. The descendants of Israel on Hagar's children. Yes, yes. Right now, don't know who Jesus is. Abraham's children. But they don't know who Jesus is. Yes. The descendants of Isaac. You remember Abraham Ishmael up to the Lord. But the Lord would not accept him as the covenant child. I know, I know the Lord knew that Hagar was able to bear a child because Sarah and Abraham was impatient. The Lord has said by this time next year I'm going to give you a child. Sarah laughed in disbelief because she realized that she was an old woman. Abraham laughed too, but not in disbelief. He laughed in amazement that even at my old age, and even with this old woman, you're going to give us a child. That was something to laugh about. In amazement. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't he good? Even in my old age, he gave me a young woman. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, he will provide. Won't he do it? The divided opinion of the crowd allowed Jesus to continue to teach without being arrested. Jesus' enemies had to be careful not to create a riot for no one touched him. The Pharisees thought that some of the crowd 
believed in Jesus. They figured they were too ignorant to recognize this deceiver. They figured that they were educated teachers of the law. But those that believed in Jesus were ignorant. It's a bad thing if we allow our education to make a fool of us. Have you noticed? Sometimes the more education that one gets, before they come to Jesus, less likely they are to come. You can talk to someone that's not very educated, get them to come to Christ easier than you can some doctors and lawyers. Yes, yes. Because you have to cut through those preconceived ideas that they have that Satan has put in their minds and their hearts. How many of you know that Satan is the great deceiver? He deceived Eve in the garden and Adam and Eve disobeyed God is the reason why we have uh, that nature that make us prone to sin. But aren't you glad that even before we fail, Jesus, our God, had a plan of salvation. The fatal blow was put upon Satan's head at Calvary. Yeah. yeah. But Jesus, the seed of the woman, is the rooted offspring of David, the bright morning star, the root out of dry ground, my everything. Do you love him today? Have you tried him? Have you taken of the water that he gives? The living water, the Holy Spirit that indwells, that teaches, that saves, that keeps us. If you love him today, if you are indwelled by the Holy Spirit uh, if you try uh, by the fire uh, and you shall uh, come forth uh, like the gold uh, won't you say uh, yes yes I 
daily crucified. And some still didn't know who he was. He got up. Walks the street of Jerusalem. And when he was raised, dead bodies came up out of the ground. Walked the street of Jerusalem. But they still didn't know who Jesus was. But I know him. Do you know him today? Gave us the Holy Spirit that died for the church. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. Tell I Church is over. Trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord.
has been commanded, and yet there is room at the cross. Amen? Amen. Amen. It is essential to know who Jesus is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Essential to know who Jesus is. We thank God for you, Reverend Dr. Jacobs. We thank God for you. thank God that God has sent Jesus into our lives. Amen? Amen.
opportunity that you have provided to us. Yes. We thank you for, for providing your son to die on the cross for us yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. and give us the opportunity. Thank you. We ask you bless this sacrifice that you have provided. We thank you, O oh God, for all things. Yes. Father God, we know that we are not worthy. But because of the blood of your son Jesus, we have a right and a privilege to come before you just as we are. Bless this, this uh, sacrifice. We ask you bless the, the, uh, all that you have done for us. If you would continue to do this for us, oh Father God. All who love the Lord say amen. 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 And amen. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Yes, yes, yes. Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed the Scariot, who was numbered among the twelve. He went his way and conferred with the chief priests and the captains how he might betray him unto them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he went and promised to betray him in the absence of the multitude. Then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. Jesus said to Peter and John, go and prepare the Passover that I may eat with my disciples. They said to Jesus, where do you want us to prepare? said, Behold, when you have entered the city, a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house that he enters. Say to the master of the house, the teacher says, Where is the guest chamber that I may eat with my disciples? And he'll show you a large furnished upper room. Mm -hmm. They'll make ready. They went and found it as he had said. And when the evening was come, he sat down with the twelve apostles with him. He said, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And he took the cup and blessed it. 
yourselves. Take it. Divide it among yourselves. Drink ye all of it. Then he took the bread and he broke it and blessed it. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he took the cup and he said, This is the New Testament of my shed blood. But I will no longer eat of the fruit of the vine, or I will no longer take of the fruit of the vine, or take it anew.
as he agonized. The scripture says that uh, his veins was like, actually it says his sweat. Yes, yes. Like drops of blood. Yes. Yes. Didn't say he was sweating blood. That's right. Said the sweat was like drops. Drops of blood. That means that the capillaries, due to the stress, was full. Because he was thinking about becoming the object of sin. Because Father would allow him to become sin. Jesus. To be smitten. That we might become the righteousness of God. In him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Glory to God. He says, not my will. <laughs> but thine will be done. And he allowed them. First of all, for Judas to come and betray him with a kiss and allow them to take him. Not to be taken from judgment hall to judgment hall. The disciples were scattered. Peter would follow him away off. But then there was a woman that recognized Peter after hear her saying, you one of them. Peter curse. So I don't know the man. <laughs> so they abandoned him. But he knew why he came in the world in the first place. Yes, yes. Down Calvary. Yes. He paid for sin that he didn't commit. He died. But glory to God, I can declare that he raised up on the yes. third day morning. Praise God. No one preach and say, Early! Early Sunday morning. Praise God. Thank God for what our eyes have seen and ears have heard today. We thank God for, his sacrifice, for the sacrifice he made for us so we can have a right to the tree of life. Yes. 
Amen. Amen. We stand now, all hearts and minds are ready. We're ready to go. Let the church say, Amen. Let the church say, thank you for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the sacrifice of your son that you have given to us. We thank you for the message that was brought today. We thank you for the Lord's Supper that we are partaked in today. Father God, not because we are worthy, but because you loved us so. And we thank you for that. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest, abide, and rule, be with us both now and forevermore. And all who love the Lord say, Amen. Amen.